0: control as a small piece grower so we grow using procurement program and control I'm a business man yes I'm an entrepreneur who yeah I'm a business man yes I'm an entrepreneur who yeah here I'm, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm a business man yes I'm an entrepreneur good afternoon everyone this is the business zone with Christo. And Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we want to thank you for joining us on this amazing day. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. And uh, we really want to say happy Hispanic Heritage Month to all the Latinos here in Los Angeles and uh, adjoining counties, Los Angeles, Ventura, uh, Riverside, Orange County, you name it. So happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Yes. To all of our uh, Hispanic business owners out there. Your your month. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your month like we do our month. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. I don't know if I, I think I've been seeing some, some events going on. I know Edison. Um, yeah.
0: Edison, they're pretty good at doing those every year
1: yeah because they do one for african-american uh for uh, black history month and usually dave fort puts it on and and i know they're big on uh, his and i had a meeting with them on on monday and they uh i think they were talking about that so yeah uh, and congratulations and and thank you to all of the hispanic and latino latino business owners out there um they're, they're, they're doing their thing in their space. I have yes. to say that, man.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> they def- definitely are. And they're getting a lot of support from a lot of organizations. Uh, a lot of Latinos are in uh, senior level positions in banks and in procurement agencies and economic development agencies. You know, so their, their coalition is working and it's helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also the procurement chair for the Hispanic Coalition of Small Businesses in the Inland Empire. So we've got a a variety of small businesses that we help. And as you know, Crystal, uh, back in 2016, I received the Latino Business Advocate Award for the year for 2016, Mm -hmm. uh, because I was traveling throughout the whole state of California helping Latino businesses, becoming business ready, contract ready and bank loan ready. Mm -hmm. And it, it was it was such it was such an honor to receive that award because in the room there were over 300 other uh latino consultants and mm-hmm. they chose they chose me oh <laughs> so, wow okay so <laughs> that, that speaks for itself right there it does uh, you know i i have my tool my platform small biz pro that i use to help prepare and get these businesses ready so at least i had a tool with uh, proof of concept that we were able to use to help these businesses. So we want to spread this across the the nation and also internationally to help share this type of back office resource to small businesses. The only strange thing about this uh, celebrating uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month is they started started in the middle of uh, September and it's gonna run to the middle of October. I can never understand that. I don't know why they didn't just do September 1st to September 30th or October 1st, to October 31st. I don't get that.
1: Yeah, cause <laughs> I think I had asked you, um, I liked it on the, the community briefing, I usually, as, yeah. you know, whatever the month is that we're yeah. celebrating. Right. And, I, and, and then when I did the search, it was like, okay, wait, that's mid month, but yeah. it's also, um, uh self-care awareness month yeah. you know there's a whole bunch of things in one yeah, month yeah. right so maybe that's why they did it so that they uh would have a area that was just their own or yeah. like in a crossover into the right, next month right, because right. but then next month it'll be something else yeah. uh so but but i too you know i teach i teach uh for the uh, new women's business center which is mm-hmm. a it's is primarily a hispanic um a platform out of the valley and i will say they go they go they go all out out for their businesses yeah with a very specific and distinctive goal Yeah, and um uh, that's the only and i and i and it's and you know i teach for a number of organizations as Uh as well as you and uh but i know when i do a workshop for them yeah i at least got 15 to 20 people right right and i've been doing that teaching for them for the last six years yeah and full classes every and i and i mean i do a uh we do a six-week series and i do four of those uh workshops and every class continuously to come back yeah uh the same group and so I don't know what they do differently with their marketing uh, yeah. than some other entities that I that I work for, but yeah. they do good job. That's <laughs> what well, you know, I would say. They would do an excellent job.
0: You know, my goal is to bring the Latino entrepreneurs and the African-American entrepreneurs together. Because I'm telling you, I've been preaching this for years now, for decades. Uh, bringing Latino entrepreneurs and African American entrepreneurs together. If we do that, can you imagine our spending power? How powerful that would be?
1: Well, you- not just our spending power, but our voice the, the yeah. voice to yeah. in, in policy. Uh, you know, Sharon, I don't, I don't know if you are aware, uh, but Sharon has been a um, um Uh, We elected her. She was elected through the L.A. County program.
0: Yeah, I voted for her.
1: Yeah, so did I. So she was on yesterday on a community briefing Uh and now that's what that going to do that's going to bring all entities not just you know us but all right. the people of color are going to come together and you know sharing is all about policy mm-hmm. and so it's going to be uh creating making sure policy is created mm-hmm. to in the economic development business development space over the right. next 10 years uh for all of us especially with all of the resources and opportunities that are coming up in the next uh, 10 years actually. Right. Uh, so you know we celebrated. You know we talked about that yesterday. So really powerful. Uh, RBD I joined with RBD. I'm sure you did with when you asked when she asked you as well. Yeah. So, um, but I, yes, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about it, man. Think about how powerful we will be. You have the Latinos and African Americans coming together. We're we're trading among ourselves. We're purchasing. We're supporting each other. We're providing technical support. We're becoming Customers to other Latino and African American entrepreneurs. I mean, that alone right there occupies at least fifty-one percent of the the population. At least fifty-one percent. When you mm-hmm. combine those two, just those two minority groups alone.
1: This I, what I'm I saying? agree. I
0: agree. So, so instead of us trying to get a contract from, say metro or the county or the state we can do business among ourselves or team up together and go after contracts with the county the state the city you know Mm -hmm. metro and all those types of things and that's what we should be doing but instead we're operating in silos where we have one group over here doing their own thing another group over there doing their own thing and then it's it's all just a mishmash of uh groups well you know they're
1: outside influences that are trying to make sure that those these oh yeah. Don't oh yeah come together because oh, yeah. that oh yeah that creates a very powerful source. they know sword. how
0: powerful that would be
1: yeah and we're in a country you know today the country is so diverse if, um through the political in the yeah. the GOP, you know that division is even more prevalent than it used to be. So I, I think it's all about every man for himself at this point. So the two the men and and uh, that of people of color and that includes all minorities. Actually, we need to be joining forces. We should be so so that we could get a bigger voice and make yeah. sure that we're all. And, and you know, for me, Gilbert, it's all about what the future looks like, right? And the future oh, for to sure. me is about our young people. So our young people are coming out of colleges. It doesn't matter what ethnicity they are, nationality they are they're coming. Coming out of college without with very limited resources Uh, they're coming school systems across the country is just ridiculously crazy I was reading an article um, and I don't understand this but I was reading an article the other day that there is so much truancy in from elementary school all the way up to junior high and and high school so When do you have choice? Now, I get the college thing. You got options whether you want to go to college or not, right? But how the heck do you have choice not to go to school from kindergarten up to high school? (laughs) I don't understand
0: that. I kind of understand that part. And it's a shame because a lot of high school kids right now, just like you and I, we talk about this. and We should set aside a show to discuss this in full just like you and i discussed the student loan situation right mm-hmm. that's that's a mafia type situation going on right there yeah
1: for the, the government
0: the government is in league with these student loan lending providers you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so they can charge whatever they want they have like unlimited leverage over these loans that they provide they have they make up their own terms as they go along. No one is monitoring them. No one is auditing them. No one is, is holding them accountable. So when the high school kids see that, then see people graduating from college and coming out of college with hundred thousand dollar bill debt, you know, uh, they're going, "Hey, I'm not encouraged to do this. So why am I even doing it? Why am I even going to school? There's no hope for me." That's what they're thinking and that's why i strongly believe we should bring back the trade schools we should bring back the technical uh um career occupations like mechanics like woodwork you know those types of things because those are money making fields you see what i mean so a lot of people and then the system is designed one to separate us and secondly to burden us with debt, to to give us unnecessary debt. So going to college right now, I personally don't see that as as something positive for us. I don't mind, and I told this to one of my bankers, right? I said, listen, I asked him if he had kids in college and he said, yeah, yeah. I said, listen, man, you don't really need to send them to a four-year college. You don't need to send them to get a master's. Just have them do a two-year program at a community college. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper. And then after that, they either become an entrepreneur or they, they venture out into some technical field. You see what I'm? That is much cheaper than going to college. And that's exactly
1: college. right. But but in the elementary, even before you get to high school, yeah. And Kenny got from 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 elementary school, middle school. Yeah. You gotta be able to develop the basic skills. You gotta know how to read, write. Yeah, yeah that, part, that part, that yeah, part, we you know gotta, they have to do. So, so we got to, our kids have to be educated. Right. You know, you know, I teach a youth entrepreneur program. Now it's not so much um, in the latter years, it hadn't been too much of a problem, but I will tell you when I first started teaching that program and the kids were writing their business plan, I was absolutely shocked (laughs) how many kids could not sell and, (laughs) And they wouldn't let me read their, their plans because yeah, they, were they were embarrassed. embarrassed. They, yeah, they and were I'm embarrassed. like, well, what, what happened to spelling bees? What yeah. happened to learning how? So, those are basics. Those are you in writing, re- reading, and re- yeah. arithmetic yeah. and math. You have to know even before you get to the college piece, right? Because yeah. you got to be able to graduate from high school. You cannot function in this world without a high school diploma for sure.
0: And the parents are busy working because they got to try to get two and three different incomes to make ends meet in the house to pay the bills and all that so they really don't have time to go over the homework with these kids
1: right so that's where you know i guess the difference between when we were growing up which seems like ancient history but however there was a um there was a village but i will say my mom um she worked two and three jobs yeah but she we lived in a community Uh where we knew each other so my mom worked at night uh, press release so that she could be there when we came home from school to make sure we did our homework right Right. uh but and she had our neighbors uh we would my mom would (laughs) we would go over to the cross the street to our neighbors and she would um when she came in in the morning from because she was a nurse When she came in from that, she would have, um, well, we would have to go over to my neighbor's house so that they could get us to school so that when she was working in the daytime hours, then she could go on to work. So we'd be over there at five o'clock in the morning, finishing out our sleep. Then we'd be all dressed and all that they would take us to school then my mom would be home by three o'clock and by three o'clock uh and but as we got older my mom switched her time so that she worked at night she went in 11 to Mm. seven so she was there in the morning for us to get up and get to school and there was no conversation about whether or not your butt was going to school yeah you were going it to school. was mandatory
0: <laughs> mandatory unless you
1: had pneumonia and had to be hospitalized or your no the only way you were not going to school but also at that same time and I remember being on the east yeah you know, I'm from the east coast so you know opportunities I wanted to be a doctor when I was in in school and uh, and w- was heading in that direction, and then my parents divorced when I was in Ju- in tenth uh, grade, and we moved out here, so things changed. So I had to flip up and come up with a different plan. But however, because you know she couldn't afford medical school. Um, and all that sort of stuff. And I didn't want all that kind of crazy debt until I actually got to middle, to medical school.
0: So you mean you'd be Dr. Mitchell now?
1: I'd be Dr. Mitchell and I'd be, <laughs> I would have been a pediatrician. All
0: righty <laughs> then. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: but, but I had to make a career change, but I still, education is very important and it's very, and I agree. Now I knew as a child you know i knew entrepreneurship was my pathway but i still knew i had to uh and i did college my way so i don't have all the debt that you guys have so i went after i went junior college then i went you know two years later i worked while i was going it so i don't have any i don't have any school loans (laughs) would
0: you believe would you believe i'm still fighting with those goddamn uh student loan providers
1: how come I, you wait? I, wait. Well, how come you didn't get the? Because my aunt just got hers forgiven. Uh, of course, she's eighty something years old, and she she finally she got hers forgiven. But you fall in that category. Why didn't yours get forgiven? You
0: know, I think it's the principle why I don't want to do it because I borrowed forty six thousand dollars. Right, forty six thousand. You may want to round it off to fifty thousand. Well, that's a car
1: note. That's that's a that's That's a a car note right there. As a a, not even a that's not even a luxury car. That's kind of like maybe a maybe a a, a, a Toyota or right high end, the top end of a Toyota. You see what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) So forty-six thousand is what I borrowed. I borrowed this in nineteen ninety-nine. Okay. Okay. Nineteen ninety-nine. It's now twenty-four years. Twenty-four years later. And these, these jerks, these mafiosos are still telling me that I owe them 33 grand. Now, how can that be? I paid 93000 already, right? They're telling me I still owe 33 grand. So wow. I had to keep sending letters to the attorney general back and forth. The attorney general, the last response, he said, hey, we sue those guys. And I I, I want to put the name out there because I want people to know. It's a company called Navient. N A V I E N T. They're a student loan service provider. They're criminals. I want them to sue me. I want them to sue me
1: because so, so I. So so why did so wait so this is a principal thing you didn't get yours forgiven. Oh, we lost him let me bring you back so wait they they didn't kick you off air
0: dude (laughs) (laughs) you notice notice as soon as i said that
1: as soon as i said
0: that your 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 reception got interrupted (laughs) 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 so i want them to sue me because so i can do a cross complaint and cross sue them because I know I'll be making a lot of money off these criminals. You see what I'm saying? So, wow. so anyway, going back to your point, you're saying why don't I take the the, the, the relief, the waiver? Yeah. I don't owe these guys any money, so why should I be taking a waiver? You see what I'm saying? They owe me money. So, so, <laughs> so wait a
1: minute. So the, is the 93 interest? No, it can't
0: be interest.
1: I mean, well, if you paid 93, you didn't pay four times the interest plus the principal. Exactly. I mean, I'm in the math world. (laughs) I I
0: calculated the 46,000, right? The interest rate was 7.875%. Okay. It's 23 years. It was a simple interest loan. Any simple interest loan, you know, will generally go anywhere from five to 10 years. I think they... I, I, I can't find the paperwork. I think they said it was going to be for 10 years, I think. So even then, we already passed 10 years. It's now 23 years. Oh, no, you so, old man. So, so we should have exactly.
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> so paid this loan over and over multiple times. You see what I'm saying? They're still telling me all that. So, and then on top of that, they got the nerve to claim that they sold the loan to Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fernando said they're scam artists. I
1: think you were scammed. I was scammed. We have a a financial, a a strategic advisor. We're going to talk to him about this. You know, I I I have a friend
0: friend who work at CNN, and I can't wait to do an interview live about this company. Navient, that's the name of the company. I reached out to their president. He ignored me. (laughs) I wrote him a letter.
1: So this is for your master's program.
0: Yeah, my master, my under, my 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 um
1: undergrad.
0: But my, my my undergrad it was for my 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 community college, my okay. undergrad and my graduate program. All wow. of that was forty six grand. Wow. All of that back in the day, so, uh, um, education was a little cheaper, right? <laughs>
1: You know, you know you could have bought
0: a, 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 a bins for that, right? I, I, I could have bought a condo. Level I could have bought a condo for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, So these guys are criminals. So going back to my point, what I was saying, right, I was saying it doesn't make sense for students today to go through any of these four year or six year programs because all these loan entities are doing is scamming them. So if you go to a two year program where you get the basic skill from high school, then the community college, then you venture off into entrepreneurship
1: mm-hmm. or into
0: some technical field. That's all you need. You don't right. need all these these scammers, man. Right. And that's or, really- or
1: another strategy is because I always tell everyone that even if, if entrepreneurship is your uh, end goal, uh, go work for a corporation one you've learned how a business yes. runs yes. from this successful from yes. being successfully in right. i mean being at a successful company Right. and if you go to a, a large corporation you can get them to pay for your school so exactly like some my school was paid for by the company i worked for i gave them 10 years that was my investment and in them and that was their investment back in me my cousins all my cousins went into the military cuz you i think you do 2 years you Can do a two year program yeah, yeah. and get your education paid, right, for. right? Right? So, at the time, no war, so they got there. My cousin got one the, of my cousins the got GI his law. Bill, right? He yeah. got his uh, undergrad and his JD program paid for by right. the U.S. government. My cousin, she got her BA from the government, mm-hmm. and so those are there's so many different routes that you can, yes, go that you yes, have. but again, yes. you have to know what those are. Uh, my nephews. Um, the young, the oldest one, uh, he, he has just a very small loan from his grad program, but uh, he had uh, he didn't have any loans undergrad, and he graduated from uh, University of Dayton, and then he actually worked at his uh, University of Houston, but he had to take a very small loan, so it's about ten fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and the other one, he went. Um, junior college for the first two years, got his AA. Now he's at a, a SCAD down in North Carolina. I mean, in, in Atlanta, in Savannah. And yeah. so I think he has a small loan. Neither one of them is going to be anything... um if they, they, both of them got good jobs, so yeah. paying off their, you know, putting that emphasis, they live at home, put that emphasis on, and double up on the the the, the principle of it, uh, so you can get rid of it. But uh, you got to have some strategy. Uh, but I don't know, man. They they seem to have scammed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They.
0: But I'm gonna expose them, man. I'm gonna expose them because you know I'm
1: going. I'm gonna
0: go to one of these uh, news agencies and just do a live interview with them. I have a buddy who works at CNN, you know. He's always been curious about interviewing me about student loans because when yeah. I told him my situation, he couldn't believe it. He said, "Well, we got to get you on the air,
2: you know, yeah, so we that, can talk
0: about this." And
1: I'm sure you're not the only one out there. I'm that, sure that, there's that a
0: that lot more that, people out there. And yeah. I just want to say this last thing before we bring on our guest today. And folks, we have we've got an amazing guest who's coming on in about three to five minutes. He's phenomenal. We can't wait to talk to him. He's going to be talking a little similar to what we're talking about right now. He's going to be talking about doing entrepreneurial business, not only regionally or or nationally, but internationally. So what I'm going
1: actually talk about also how you gain wealth and capital gains and taxes and yes. some strategy, man. Yes. And maybe he got one for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and and, 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 and,
0: and the, thing, the thing that I want to say real quickly is there may be some of you out there thinking of going to college because you want to become an attorney or you want to become... Um, a doctor or, or or craft like those. Those I understand you have to go through the undergrad and the graduate program and you know, pre-doctoral or whatever, right? Pre-med. I understand that. So you're gonna end up with your, your huge bill, 150 to 200 grand. I understand that. But if you're not going in any of those fields, guys, you don't need to go to a four-year school. You don't need to get a master's degree for that. You can get a two-year degree As a matter of fact, I am am recommending that most of you out there venture into entrepreneurship because when you go to school and you come back and you go work for a corporation, you're only helping that corporation to become rich. There's nothing really that much benefit in there for you. you. When you venture out into entrepreneurship, then you can work on becoming rich yourself but you can't get rich working for a corporation. So I just wanna put that out there, guys. Think about it. Think about how many years you're gonna spend. Um, You're gonna be spending at least eight years doing these types of things, hoping at the end to get a job with a corporation. And then you end up with this big old student mafioso loan (laughs) that they're doubling up on you on interest. they just throw fees in there whenever they're ready i look up my spreadsheet right i look up my spreadsheet they said oh late fees then they said some other fees and then they said um uh didn't respond to me fees or <laughs> i didn't like you fees you know all kinds of fees they're throwing in there guys and the government is doing nothing about it you know i i found out the other day that this organization Navient was an arm of the government. I'm going, what? Now I know why the government is not responding to my letters. You know, I'm complaining, right? (laughs) So the attorney general told me that, he said, okay, we sue this organization back in 2021. They're supposed to be paying over like $40 billion to to students, right? And you're you're supposed to get some money back? They're supposed to wipe out your loans, and that's it. They haven't wiped out my loan. They haven't given me any money back. And on top of that, they're charging me an additional $33,000. This is ridiculous, guys. So that's my rant for today. I'll, I'll put it on hold. I'll talk about it another time. But the the, 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 the moral of the story is, guys, you don't necessarily have to go to a four-year school or or, or, or master's program if you want to become an entrepreneur. You can Most of what our entrepreneurs learn is through us, providing them coaching, one-on-one, training, workshops, webinars. Those are the types of things. A lot of small businesses have told me, and I show, I'm sure they've told my co-host the same thing, that, man, I wish I had known you guys 10 years ago. Because the <laughs> things you guys are teaching me, man, oh, man I didn't learn this in school. I taught a class at Pepperdine, right? I taught a program, an entrepreneurship program at Pepperdine. All the entrepreneurs said, "Man, I wish I'd met you before I enroll in Pepperdine. <laughs> because <laughs> what these professors are teaching me is nothing close to what you got. Because we're entrepreneurs. We're real entrepreneurs, guys. Yeah, there's we're, definitely we're, a difference. We're, we're not a professor that's reading from a paper or reading from a book telling you how to run a business. That's not. We're real entrepreneurs entrepreneurs we've been in the trenches in the gutters we've learned we've scrubbed our stubbed our toes and our knees and we learned from that and that's what we're sharing with you guys so i just want to get off my 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 get that
1: off your (laughs) chest.
0: And bring our guests right now. Well, well, so, did, I do, did you I want agree. to do a small biz pro for us? Yeah, we
1: do small biz pros, but I do agree with you. But oh, I yeah. do, but I do think there should be focuses on trades. Because yes. Because trades become businesses. Yes. Um, and, and you actually can have a very successful plumbing business. You can have a very successful construction business. The electrical, uh, you name it. You name it with a trade. Um, you can be very successful at that, but you you know we have to start young people at a very early age yes. understanding that there are other opportunities, and and unfortunately a lot of them do go to college not even knowing what they want to do anyway. Exactly, so, and
0: they so, end up taking on that loan for, to learn yeah. to figure out what they want to do, we, which is not a good they,
1: thing. Yeah, right. So you should you should have a a better focus, and if you don't have a focus, then Uh, Junior college is is a better option for you because you know at at best you might be paying twelve hundred dollars a year, especially if you're in state. I think college in California. Junior College in California is now free, I believe. I think the governor uh did uh made that. I think that was a change, I if I recall. I have um, no
0: I, I have no idea how much it costs right now. I just know it's all is a big criminal enterprise. That's <laughs>
1: all I know. <laughs> well, well and, college can be a uh, because that's a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, even years ago, Susie O'Rman and Dave Ramsey indicated yeah. maybe college was was much too a uh, big of an investment. Yeah, exactly. 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 But well, we're gonna to talk to our financial advisor, and he's gonna give us his his take on it. Uh, we. But I want to
0: thank you, though, co host I want to thank you for the work you're doing with these young minds, the young entrepreneurs that you and Miss Rhonda are are breeding. You're fostering over there in the Biz Camp program because those entrepreneurs are brilliant. I love them. These yeah. kids are what the 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 oldest kids is what 15.
1: Uh, The oldest kid is 18. The youngest kid uh, can be, uh, if they already have a business, they can be as young as 9 or 10. Uh, we've had some exceptions. where well, we've had some nine and 10-year-olds in the program, but pretty much they're between the ages of uh, 12 and eight, uh, 17.
0: Those kids have written some amazing business plans, man. When I read their business plans, I go, oh, my Lord, my
1: adult entrepreneurs don't even write plans like these. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying?
0: I love them. So and, thank, and, thank and you for of, the work you're doing.
1: Thank, you're welcome. And, and with that, I'm going to congratulate one of our uh, participants, our alum uh, participants the Myla charles uh-huh. uh, she actually created she came to us when she was 14 and she created a hair care a uh, product line
0: oh um, i remember that you remember yeah, her I and remember
1: that. so uh called curly crowns yes and yes. so today or this week she is in austria competing in a world competition
0: that's amazing and man. so
1: with the competition uh uh prize being about ten thousand dollars in fact Here's how honored, I, I am so excited about her. She reached out to me a couple of weeks ago to say, "Miss Crystal, I need tax advice because I'm filing my first taxes as oh, an entrepreneur. Lord. So I got to help her get her accounting set up so that she can file her taxes on October 16th. That's for, amazing. For all man. of her prize money. That's
0: <laughs> a, I am so proud of you and the work you're doing with those young entrepreneurs. That's what we need to do, man. We need to breed and foster young entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, man, we want a collection of them. We want to like at least a hundred of them. Let's coach them over a six to eight month period, even a twelve month period, and right. just put them out there in the world and let them them function, man. Yeah,
1: so I'm excited about that. Yeah, because you know there's you know something in the news recently, you know with the with the auto workers <laughs> strike and uh, the the, the screenwriters strike. You yeah, they're saying in America. Our CEOs are making 399 times more what? than their employers. What? That's crazy, man. You know, they're working, the, are barely, the employees are barely uh, surviving, and they over yeah. there making almost 400 times yeah. more uh, than their employees, and then they expect loyalty. So before we do this, Gilbert, let's do uh, one, you guys have been tu- you're tuned into The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And uh, we'd love for you to join us. Go over to our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. And you can also, as soon as my thing works over here. Um, You can also uh, go right here and take a picture of that QR code, but you can go to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button so that you get notification. We're here every week at three o'clock with either Gilbert and I doing class in session with over our 60 plus years of, of expertise. And as well as we have some phenomenal guests like we have today that's going to share their knowledge and their information with you is that well one of the things that entrepreneurs have to have is they have to be constantly educating themselves to be better business owners we just can't work in our business we (laughs) have to be able to work on our business that's very important so hit that subscribe button uh we would love to have you as part of the business zone family and with that gilbert i am going to cut over to our little commercial and then we're going to bring on our guest or actually we'll bring our guests on and then we're going to cut to the commercial (laughs) Uh, and then we're going to do that way.
0: Our field correspondent Greg Snee just joined us. He said it's at 3 o'clock.
1: 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock.
2: Four, 3 o'clock.
1: Poor Greg, he had to tell you, he got scammed this weekend. He oh, really? Oh, my yeah, Lord. He, he, he got scammed. <laughs> he was not a happy camper. Had, and it's Greg's birthday was on Tuesday. Oh, my
0: Lord, Greg. That was
1: one of his birthday presents. <laughs> his I, I'm,
0: not, I'm not laughing at you, Greg. <laughs> I'm just laughing with you right now he said they got me they got him man
1: they got him good too all right let's go over here to small pro and
0: uh and while you're while you're queuing that up i just want to let you guys know if you're tuning in for the first time this small pro platform is a is an invention a creation of mine yours truly i've created that about 15 16 years ago I've I, uh, been in the industry and I figure out that small businesses need a tool that can help them to better prepare themselves, manage their paperwork, help them with assessments so can, they can know whether they're ready or not, give them that certification readiness, business readiness, loan readiness, nonprofit readiness, and contract readiness. So that's what this platform is. So listen to this video.
1: All righty. So let me cue it up. It's going to let me do this part. Hold on one second. All right.
2: Small businesses spend more than $500 million each year combined trying to find missing or replace missing paperwork. Hey, small businesses. Are you tired of losing out on business opportunities because your paperwork is not in order? And don't you hate having to register in multiple websites just to find a single procurement opportunity that may not even be worth your time? Well, worry no more. Small Biz Pro is the solution to your problems. Small Biz Pro is an all-in-one cloud-based business management, compliance, and procurement assistance software platform that keeps small businesses organized, contract ready, bank loan ready, with quick access to procurement opportunities, as well as market research data. Here are some of the features and benefits that you receive when you use Small Biz Pro to run your business daily. Superior record-keeping at your fingertips. Back office management and compliance. Quick access to bids and procurement opportunities in government databases. It allows you to conduct easy market research and gather industry statistics. Government certification preparedness and compliance checklists. Easy HR and general operations management functionality bank loan readiness preparation and cash flow management certified payroll and labor compliance reporting business dictionary with defined business terms a cloud-based business management platform that keeps small businesses organized and ready even nonprofits business documents securely stored in the cloud data fully encrypted and protected by triple firewall reinforcements on-the-spot document retrieval for quick decision-making bank-level data security for compliance, document expiration alerts and advanced notifications, it uses security restrictions to block out unauthorized users, and much more. Try it out today for only $5 for the first 30 days. What are you waiting for? Go to www.smallbizpro.net and register now or your competitors will. Small Biz Pro keeping small businesses organized, business-ready, and contract-ready
0: man this makes me feel so proud man i'm going damn this is like having a kid
1: that that in life and you feel good about it. oh man well this is anytime you give birth to a new to a project that is exactly what it is <laughs> So, uh, other than your your regular business and uh, eric i'm gonna switch you over here so you're in the in the limelight here um welcome eric we are so happy to have you uh gilbert was very impressed when you were on the community briefing and introduced yourself yes, uh, You're sir. Doing what he's <laughs> been wanting to do is do that international uh business and so uh he wanted you to do that so eric you are a, a financial advisor you uh, po- uh provide information for businesses on how to do be business ready but also being tax ready and strategically build their businesses for wealth am i right <laughs> that's
3: right I, I gotta tell you though while you guys were talking i was laughing my, my butt off and i went upstairs and told she told she pull all three of our kids out of college <laughs> <laughs> we don't really want that <laughs> we got we got three in college and when I was in school, I'm a little bit older than you guys. They would always have a spelling bee, and I remember uh-huh. my teacher would come around. And I knew if you, if you didn't get the answer right, you got to... oh wow! So my question <laughs> was, how do you spell? You it, I said K A T, so I can spell down? <laughs> that was crazy. That yeah, was back. <laughs> my profession I, I always it. wanted to be. Me, my profession that I thought I always wanted to be was a garbage man because back in uh-huh. America, I don't know if you remember jump off the truck yes the i love that I always thought that was yes
0: cool. it was cool man <laughs> and they
1: make they make a whole lot of oh, yeah. money yes <laughs> yes
0: it looked so fun they i always wanted to do it phone. man yes <laughs> they have a retirement Medical retirement plans for
3: life, too, you know. Yes, exactly.
1: man, and they also have, um, you know, and and longshoremen, man, they making almost 20, they're making big money weekly, yeah. right? Yeah. Labor, yeah. But yeah. uh, if you get in there and you got the right uh resources to help you stay there for that <laughs> long, uh a uh, uh, probation period that they have you good to go for the rest of your life oh <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah <laughs> well,
3: if i heard you guys right early on you were talking about the uh hispanics they got a month and a half only get 28 days exactly a year not a good year exactly <laughs> exactly
1: yeah. man so i think exactly. they did it i think they were a lot smarter than us maybe we should be uh celebrating from uh january 15th from G- king's birthday yeah all so the way december 31st <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: make it easy. yeah make it
3: but, you know you so said something was real important I, I, you said something that was real important and i appreciate it you know i've been in the corporate life for a long time i'm i'm 64 now. But I was yes. in the corporate life till I was 60, till I was 54. Yeah, so like the last 10 years I've been on my own.
0: Yeah.
3: And a good thing I got from corporate life was how to play the game, you know, relationships that I still foster right now. Yeah. Matter of fact, I just left having lunch with an attorney I've known for years and a guy I worked with at Mellon uh, 23 years ago. Uh-huh. So, you know, those relationships, you can never beat them. You can never. That's beat true. Them.
0: That is true, man. That
3: is yeah. true.
1: And See, that's, why I I said gonna... that's why I always. That's why I always recommend ahead. entrepreneurs do at least if you're first starting out and you're young. I think you should work for a corporation. I, it worked for me. It helped yeah. me build a network that yeah. um uh, and exactly. gave me a shorter period of time of being able to get to the core of what I wanted <laughs> to do. And I was lucky enough to bring my corporation in as a client when I first got started. So, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> It gives you, it gives you some leverages that you don't have as a entrepreneur starting out without those those connections.
0: Yes, yes.
3: Well, just navigating the whole game. You know, it's it's all a game, and how to navigate Uh it. You learn that when you're. I think that's really something that you can't you can't discount it. You know, that's that's true. And something you said, Gilbert, about your student loans. You know, when they sell your student loan, it's no longer a government student loan. That's why you
0: can't get forgiven. Oh, okay, I see. So There's that's else.
3: Their loans got- yeah, their student loans got sold off to a private company, and uh-huh. now they can't—they can't, they can't uh, forgive it. Because a private company owns it, not the government. Wow, mm.
0: see, that's something we don't know, man. And that kind of education we need to to share with our 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 younger folks, you know, because a lot a lot of us, you know, we're we're as parents. It's you know, so, okay, let's get a loan and send my child to college, and but we don't get the other educational part that will, you know, keep them informed and knowledgeable so they understand the journey.
1: So, let me ask this question if well, it's I saw owned. this happen to,
0: one, I saw
1: that
3: happen to one of my clients, and I, you know, we drilled down on it, and what we learned was that it got transferred to a private, pro, private, uh, uh, loan company, and uh-huh. that kind of messed it
0: all up, yeah, was, yeah.
1: So That's if it's at crazy. a private company, can't um yeah. don't, what are your other options, though? If, if it's at a private company, pay the, um,
3: loan. No, I, I, pay the loan. I think the reason that people, when when they have it with the government, if you start that process of paying the government, they'll continue to work with it. If you kind of, uh, what I want to say, postponed it, pushed it out a little bit further, before you know it, the
0: yeah. government doesn't want it, they'll sell it off
3: to yeah. somebody else.
0: Now, Greg, Greg has a question. He said, does bankruptcy wipe out a private student loan? Uh, he said it did not wipe out the government ones, but he wants to know if it does I don't wipe out it it the private. No? I don't, I don't know. I don't think it will.
3: But you know, that's something that you should ask an attorney or a CPA. Yeah. I, they would know better yeah. than me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. yeah. wow. You don't want to do wow. bankruptcy. Yeah. You want to avoid don't. bankruptcy as much as you can in terms right. of wealth. Right. Wow. That means you got to start over. You no, know, something first. I said yeah. when, when. Go ahead. Start over again.
3: Something that Gilbert heard me say when I was on the on the line with him uh, at the previous uh, conversation we had. Robs you of your wealth the most, and your legacy can be your health and taxes. Those are the two things yes. that can rob you of your wealth yes. and also your yes. legacy.
2: Yes, and if you true. don't
3: tee those up the right way, health being the number one thing, because if you don't have your health, you got nothing.
0: You know, yes. Just, yes, that's true. Exactly.
1: Health is number
3: one. Exercise, diet, all that kind of stuff. But you also want to put some some safety stuff in place. Um, I can speak to this personally. A long term care policy is what you want to have in place. Uh, my mm. mom has uh, been suffering from dementia for some time. Put her into an assisted living place. She can no longer wow. live. By herself, she can no longer do her financial stuff by herself, and it kind of fell on me as her, private, uh, you know, POA and also her agent mm-hmm. to take care of things. And
0: that's pretty she costly. And her
3: long-term care, fortunately, in 1996. Oh wow! Well, her, her it oh. was 2,900 back in those days. 2,900 mm-hmm. dollars a year. Yeah, and that's nothing for the benefits she got. That's the bill great. Bill monthly man. right now. It's about seven. How much? How, how much and now? Long-term how much? care benefit five hundred dollars paid for Seventy-five hundred dollars wow. a month. She gets.
0: Wow, a month. Her wow.
3: bill is about $74, $7, Just depends on what she does. So we're out of pocket, about a hundred dollars a month. That's not oh. too bad, man. That's not too yeah. bad at all. That, yeah. Not at all. See, not at all. Because I was she owns properties and I was looking at you know. Do we have to liquidate a property? Do we have to take stuff from the rental income? And right now yeah. we got to pull $100 from her personal financial just to cover her yeah. bills. So that's yeah, that's have. not bad. That's not bad at 30s, all. Man. Well, no, if you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, and I'd say 50s, you're pushing it. You want to get that long-term care policy in place immediately. So yeah. if something happens to you, I mean, a car accident can happen. You could have yeah. a stroke.
2: You mm-hmm. could have
3: early dementia. Yeah. You have uh, loopies. There's all kind of things that can happen between now and when you think you're going to need it. So put it in place when it's cheap. Because I got mine. I got mine just four years ago when I was sixty. It cost me twenty two thousand wow. dollars a year. Wow! And, um, but I got to have it. Wow!
1: Gotta yeah, you got to have it because it, it, it I mean, is it, very it, costly. Yeah. Right. And so, you
3: know
1: it's yeah. it's so interesting. And if I would have know what I know, um, I would did it and i remember and greg is in the uh, as well in the insurance but i when i first started that was kind of where i was in the insurance business and that was back in the 90s Um, and we, we were just starting to sell long-term health care and nobody really bought into it because, you know, everybody was young. Right. So no, no one was thinking about themselves or their parents ever getting old when it was at the cost that you got your, your parents, um, now is outrageous. So it's like, whoa, way outside of a budget. Although until you actually have to take care of a senior, and if they don't have adequate, like my uncle was in the military, so thank God for VA. Uh, but my mom, you know, it was a little costly there for for, uh, for me. And I have a girlfriend that was paying out of the nose every year uh, for the care of her mom until she passed uh, this recently. So, yeah, it can be very costly. So, Eric, someone like me. You know, you... Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. So I was listening listen to you. To oh. oh. So someone like me who is 6 to 5 right now what what kind of what kind of pricing you think I get for one of those long term plans <laughs> Probably 50 grand a year No no
3: I think it would be in the high 20s 20 25 to, to almost probably close to 27,000 a year Yeah But you know this the benefit I'm looking at when I when I say that it costs me 22,000 what I have is I don't have just a long term care because I can die. Yeah. What I got insurance policy with long term care rider on it. So if I if oh. I get hit by a car, a million dollars goes to my trust. If I need oh, wow. the long term care benefit, I have twenty thousand dollars a month to pay for it. Now right mm. now that's an overshot, but I'm on using it yeah. several more decades, right? So mm-hmm. with inflation and things of that sort, I think I should be okay with a twenty thousand dollar a month benefit. So we See, can always that, pare it down, make it look good for you. You know, we can do a half million. You got $10,000 a month.
0: It just depends on what you want to do, what your budget does. See, that's the kind of education a lot of us need, man, because a lot of us, you know, we we, we never think, and, and, and I know Greg, Greg uh, did a, a segment on this, uh, on, on the business zone uh, a few months back. But most of us, we don't think about long-term care insurance. We don't think about, you know, disability, you know, those types of things. And we should be thinking about that, you know?
3: Well, if you have any wealth at the time you become disabled or you need a long-term care, um, have a long-term care incident, you got to liquidate your wealth to pay for it. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that'll cover exactly. it. Maybe it won't. And if you liquidate your wealth, now where's your legacy?
0: Yeah, because we're building yeah. that
3: wealth, hopefully to pass it to our children, give them the life mm-hmm. that we didn't have, give their our grandchildren the life that we want them to see them have. Yeah, if you what you've built to do yourself now, you you know now you there's nothing there for the family. So, right. you know, and something else right. I think Greg touched on this too uh, back and back a while. Ninety two cents before the pandemic, before we started bailing out the Ukraine, before mm-hmm. all the stuff that we're spending right now, 92 cents with the Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and just the interest on our debt before the pandemic and before we start building out the Ukraine. And right now, we just pledge Ukraine even billions of more dollars, hundreds of millions of more dollars.
0: Man, I can never understand that, man.
3: I can never understand that. Well, I I can't either. I can't. I'm with you on that. And you know, the thing is, is you guys build some tax-free streams of income. Yeah. Because if you don't have tax-free streams of income and you do all this deferred comp and 401 and all that kind of stuff, you're going to probably end up taking money out in a higher tax environment.
2: Yeah. So building yeah.
3: tax-free streams of income through a Roth IRA or through Index Universal Life or many of the other vehicles out there is what you should really consider. Because when it comes time that you want to start drawing on it, it's best if you don't pay taxes.
0: So, so Eric... Um, I, I know you probably didn't plan on on, on on talking about this today, but I have some money in Calpers. Calpers is a, a city of Los Angeles retirement program, right? And right, right. you know my 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 retirement age. I guess they're gonna retire me next year out of this program. I don't know. This year or next year, right? So that money is going to be there. I'd like to put it, you know, those carried over into another program that'll keep growing interest and, you know, be there for me. What do you think would be a good place to put that?
3: You know, everybody's different. You know, there's ways to, to um, safeguard your downside and protect your upside. Yeah. But when you safeguard your downside, you're kind of cap you on your upside. But different yeah. vehicles out there uh that can secure your monthly income for the rest of yeah. your life push it out to 120. um yeah. but there's you know the, the big thing that gilbert that messes people up is the volatility of the market Yeah, pulling money, pulling money yeah. out the worst time you heard now you're pulling yeah. money out at a low versus at a high so you kind of want to lock yourself you're, you want to lock your profit in and grow it lock your profit yeah. in and grow it you don't want to yeah. have any Peaks and valley, any valleys, really. Peaks are right. valleys. And right. Right. We're going to see some volatility. We're going to see a lot of volatility in the markets going forward because of all the things that are going on. Well, the stocks went so, down I, yesterday. I don't, I don't, it, it dropped it, tremendously. tremendously. Oh yeah, I don't want to give you a product specific because I don't know enough about you. Yeah. There's ways to secure your
0: retirement to make sure you don't lose any of it. Right greg said it's defined yeah. the defined the benefit plan that will pay monthly for life that's what he said
1: so for our small bill for our small businesses um who you know they have marginal r- marginal returns as it is what are some of the ways they need to do one there because they don't they're not like employees so they don't have money going into the system every pay period what are some of the strategies they should be even contemplating in, in order to prepare for uh, by the time they're 60 and 65 years old? Just on a general? Well, you know, the first specific. thing,
3: yeah, I think the first things everyone should do if you're a small business owner is get a good book. Because one thing can mesh but taxes aren't yeah. straight, your books aren't straight, the IRS and the state of California especially will come after you. If you want to get your book straight, get a bookkeeper. It's not expensive. I pay $170 a month for my bookkeeper. So it's not expensive. Uh, In terms of building your return, uh, to me, I'm I'm a fan of Index Universal Life. I have three policies myself. Well, I have four, one specifically for long-term care. But the three are to build tax-free streams of income. You're growing money uh, on a tax-free basis. Pull it out. Pull it out on a tax-free basis. If you were to die yeah. prematurely, your yeah. estate gets a tax-free death benefit. You can't beat that. Oh. Which is of What you Wow. So that's 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 the way to do it. If you're if you're an entrepreneur trying to grow your retirement plan. Yeah. Um, and you know you can make it deductible. I would say just pay it after tax so that you can yeah. have the tax-free stream of income versus making a deferred type of program
0: for yourself. Right. 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 That's wow. good information, man. That's yeah. good information. Yeah. And I know, I know, um, Eric, you're also aligning yourself with some international business too. So we want to hear a little bit so, about that international business and, yeah, <laughs> and well, the my
3: diaspora. Wife, my wife's from Kenya. <laughs> yeah, my wife's from Kenya. Um, she's, you know, the youngest of eleven over there. Yeah. Some uh, infrastructure deals going on. You know, I don't know if you guys are aware, but the Chinese have taken over a lot of stuff in, in Africa. Oh, in fact, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, they have a Chinatown, quote unquote, in Kenya. <laughs> I, believe, I
0: believe you. I believe you, Eric. You know why? Because... The Chinese, also, the Chinese also take over the Caribbean, Jamaica, and all those countries. So they cut a deal with the government to build all these infrastructures and highways, right? And they name it from the Chinese uh, uh, like cities or whatever. So they got Beijing Highway, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff in Jamaica right now. It's unbelievable. So I, I believe you, man. I believe you. Well, and, and Gilbert, what they're doing too is the they
3: bring over to, in kenya for example that's not those are people they want to get rid of Actually, so they bring them over to kenya make them workers, and then leave them there and now <laughs> kenya's stuck with their undesirable yeah so it's, it's a it's a it's a crazy thing now the curve co- the government right now in kenya is trying to change they want their wow. banks they want you to use their people yes. for labor that's what they want to do yes. but it's, i mean it's, it's a it's a challenge because some of the pricing yeah. that the that the Chinese bring in, you just can't beat it. But it's a exactly. challenge. Right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I heard that <laughs> quite
1: a few African countries have been pushing back, uh, so that they could, um, so that they could actually run their own countries. Um, I have a friend and a colleague uh, that's uh, doing business now in in, in um, Cape Town and well South Africa, and he's also doing uh, business in um, Nigeria. Uh, Nibia, so um, and he's black, so bringing his resources there and helping to build and and I think also Ghana. Um, how did it get to that place though? Because here's my thing: when you think of a country, when you think of the continent of Africa, where predominantly everybody is the same. How did they lose control? And I, I asked the same question when I went to Jamaica. How the hell did a country that's predominantly Black lose their control to other entities? Because there's also uh, East Asians in, um, in uh, Jamaica as well, right, Gilbert?
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. And they lose control because of the money, the monetary part of it. That's the part. Because we need money to fund projects, infrastructure, programs. We don't have it. So our only alternative at the time was the U.S. to go through the International Monetary Fund. Well, what the U.S. was doing, they were hitting us with high interest rate, like 23%, 25%. The, no, no, no third world nation can, can can survive that way. And that's why you see some of those African countries, they were going through that too because they, they were trying to borrow from the International Monetary Fund that was there to help um, augment Many of the countries, you know, the African countries, Caribbean countries and all that. So the Chinese are sitting back and they're watching that. They're going, OK, you know, we're going to we're, we're going we're gonna to brutalize you, but we're not going to brutalize you as badly as the U.S. So they come in with their financial schemes and systems and said, OK, here's what we're going to do. We're going to help you build your infrastructure, but this is what we want. We want to bring our own criminals over to to do the construction. (laughs) and We want most of your buildings to be named, you know, off a Chinese name or whatever. That's what they did, man. That's what they did. So maybe Eric can give you his version. And
3: and Gilbert, to your point, you know, um, you don't Ukrainian to me, so you don't get no free money. Exactly. Exactly. Man. Ah, there we that's go. Kind of <laughs> I'm just, just going to call it the way it is. I'm just going to call it the way it is. Exactly, you man. You don't get free money. You don't yes. get free money. You get money by Yeah. So raising their hand in the United States to African nation. African nation. Yeah. They were just yes. helping those that look like predominantly them. So that's yeah. kind of where we're at. And the Chinese no. saw that open. Opening. Yeah. They, they step through it. They they oh yeah.
1: Cracked and stepped through yeah. Okay. That makes more sense because Africa is a country yeah. full of of minerals. I mean, all kinds of, of valuable assets and and, yeah. and natural uh of products that's indigenous to that country. So my question. So that makes more sense. So yeah. When they did need help. So let me ask this question, Eric. So you know, Gilbert and I talk about um um you know the hispanics and the and the and the, the african americans here in america coming together what is keeping us african at black folks that were descendants of africa from joining with africans in order to help them have a better position and would it even help
3: i don't i don't think there's much keeping us from doing it we just got to go over there and do it yeah. Um they, they like to work with people that look like us if they can yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to bring some capital, course, or ability to bring capital to the table. If you yeah. can put the lending together uh, through mm-hmm. their banks or through banks here in the United States, they're more than willing to do it with you and push yeah. out the Chinese at this point.
0: Right. So right, there's right. nothing
3: stopping us at all. You know, everybody thinks you know. Gonna, like my wife speaks is English, but it's yeah. over there. You know, it's, it's, it's easy wow. to communicate. Uh, they like looking at people that look like them. They like working with people that look like them. It's just a matter of us getting over there and doing it. You know, we also have a cosmetic
0: going on over there right now too. Yes, so yes, like yes. See, Crystal, Crystal, you know, more, you know, more woman's. Right. Exactly.
1: Go ahead. That's yeah.
0: a, that's a good thing that you know we can we can uh, look at also, Crystal, because I know you you have a, a passion for the cosmetics and beauty industry. And since there's an allegiance there, because, you know, I'm watching TikToks and YouTube, but I'm, I'm seeing the African women, you know, uh, when I say African, I'm talking about the 54 countries in Africa, right? So you got Ghana, you got Nigeria, you got South Africa, you know, you, you name it. They're all looking a certain way because they're wearing certain types of cosmetics and beauty products. So that might be an angle that we can leverage.
1: You know, by teaming up. I, I know my. Team's I Go ahead, Eric. I'm I sorry. So. What my wife was
3: in Kenya. slavery was a footnote in their history books. Oh, wow. it wasn't a predominant thing in their history books because they yeah. didn't get slaves on the east side; they got them on the west side. Right. I think in my ancestry. They came. From, they came from Cameroon. And Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. So they got on the, on the one side, because they could go, got the slaves, brought them back. But in Kenya, yeah. it was just a footnote. So, yeah. you know, they don't really understand the struggle that African Americans are going through for the most part. I mean, it's right. becoming more known now. Their yeah. o- arms are open to receive us.
0: Right. Tanzania,
3: all right. uh, Kenya, all the countries on, on the east side are open to work with us if we want to come over there and work with
0: them. You know what's amazing, Eric? Um, when Marcus Garvey started back in the in the early 1900s, right, 1910, you know, uh, 1917, somewhere around there, he galvanized most of the African countries like Tanzania, Nigeria, Kenya, Ghana. He 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 influenced them with his economic policies, and they like what he's doing. That's why many of those countries. You see them using that, that color, the the, the the red, the black, and, and 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 the green or gold, right? That's the color that Marcus Garvey was using, you know, with his influence. And I think we should go back to try to doing that type of alliance because no one else is stepping in to help. We've got some, you know, intellectual resources. And maybe some financial resources. I, I think we should, uh, you know, we should uh, initiate a, a trade. Uh, what do you call that? A trade, um, a trade but, journey, mission, trade mission. And, and
1: that would be my next question. So let's say because a lot of our businesses, when you talk to them, they they, they are not even as savvy enough to do business outside of the state of California, let right. alone internationally, and what right. that looks like. But. Right. Um, if you're importing exporting you do have to there's some extra there's some other steps and education that has to be in place for that right right and connections or some from a from a governmental side right yeah like letters of credit
3: you need to have (laughs) well yeah when, when i look at our own situation i go back to the cosmetic business i mean my my wife is the youngest of 11. So she's yeah. got nieces and nephews that are older than her that we do a lot of stuff through. So yeah. you know, we can ship stuff over there and have them handle it for us. That's what we've been doing for yeah. the most part. So getting yeah. past a lot of the um, the different, I don't know, customs and different customs. stuff that we normally would have to go through. Right. Right. We can
0: get past that. Yeah.
1: Different. So you're using,
3: you're I, using I think it? it's just about going over there, setting some, setting some relationships.
2: You know, yeah, drilling really. down
3: on those relationships, you can't be all things to everybody, but drilling down on a few relationships and just seeing how you can help each other because they yeah. want to grow, too. They want to make money
0: also. So if you can make it right. good for everybody. It. Yeah. When I, when was the last time, Eric, you uh, or your wife went back to the African diaspora uh, on, on, a, on a, a trade mission or with the intent to do business over there? When was the last time?
3: year well not in a year yet It'll be a year come december but we'll be back in there in december
0: uh mid-december through be- mid uh january we'll be back over there for about oh, a while wow. what's going to be yeah. the purpose of this mission in december well to see,
3: to see family
0: but also to
3: uh see how you can find some other opportunities uh to look at possibly buying some homes or
0: buying a home uh yeah. um, yeah. you know different things like that different things do like they allow that. you I mean, do they you know, allow do they allow people from oh, yeah. outside yeah. of the country to purchase yeah. homes there?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Now your no, wife. You was,
0: That's all you gotta
3: have. So oh, money. Okay. But your
1: wife is she still has her Kenyan citizenship, right? She's is she
3: she's an American citizen. She has dual citizenship.
1: Dual citizenship, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's my niece lives in Cairo and um, I'm um, and she was in the uh, cosmetology industry here. And that's one of the things I'm going to help her do is because they don't have uh, products for uh black skin like makeup and so forth even though Egyptians look like us they seem to think that they're not they think they're Arabs um (laughs) and so one of the things is um she had she yeah I know uh we we bought I I bought a lot of products to her so that she could do makeup over there. She had taken a lot when she first went back to Egypt and she's got dual citizenship as well. So that's one of the countries uh, that I'm going to do, uh, we're gonna work on doing that. She has a girlfriend that uh, is also in the industry uh, here. So we're gonna help her, I'm gonna help her create a business there uh, so that she has resources um, for herself and her child.
3: Hmm. And Crystal, as soon as she got off the plane, those products were sold. It was that quick. It's just <laughs> amazing, just man. Free. Amazing. You can't. You can't bring enough over there. You can't. Bring you it
1: can't. Over there. You can't. You can't. In fact, here was one I just discovered that. Um, so she has a baby, and I took um, a baby or Gel because the baby is teething, right? So when I, so I, the baby was crying the other day. I said, "What?" I said, "Are you using the Ora Gel?" She goes. My 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 husband's cousin took it because their ore gel is toxic to their children.
0: Oh, <laughs> so like, wow.
1: oh hell man. So that's, we need to ship that in.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. I really do, Eric. I really do think we need to form an alliance, man, and start tapping into some of these countries over there in the, the, the diaspora, man, because if we if we try to conduct business here alone it, it may take a much longer time for us to get to where we need to be you know we just gotta short-circuit things and just go straight to the diaspora man and do some business over there
3: well i can't speak about the other nations in, within the continent of africa but i can tell you in kenya they have a lot of tribal um things going on rise mm. better than that tribe i but whatever you know preconceived notions that's starting yeah. to dissipate with the younger group but with the older right. people when i say older yeah. i'm talking about 50 plus they still hold right. that tribal stuff yeah in their yeah head for some reason you know, yeah, if Austin, you come
0: you know, like if you come the from the north, north, north in, Af- in, in the united states yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right
1: they, they have the same yeah. thing in south you know, africa because I, I know in South Africa,
3: you know, you. I was going to say, look at us here in the United States. We have yeah. all kind of division among ourselves. You oh, know, yeah. We got, yeah. We got all kinds yeah. of them. Until all of yeah. us can get past that and understand there is no competition, there's too much business yeah. out there for us to compete. Right. We just right, all need to right. do it together and collectively. We're going to continue to struggle, you know. So that's the key thing. Just looking at there's enough business out there for everybody. Just collaborate and we all grow together. Yeah. That's the key thing that we have to do, you know, in my mind yeah.
1: anyway. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree too. Uh that's why um when Keith my my friend and his family, uh and, you know, of course his wife is from South Africa, so she's um she's uh, got uh Uh, she's a naturalized citizen here, but she still has family there. So I actually uh, helped introduce uh, the entrepreneur program that I use for kids to him. So he's setting that program up in South Africa uh, for young people there. So we're going to be doing some business there, but he is doing his business. um, He started in Ghana and he has a, a partner that's Ghanaese and I think that's the key. So just like you, your wife is from Kenya. I think you got to find that individual yeah. that is connection. from a, that yeah. connection, right? Yeah. So you can circumvent the government. Trista, I, don't, I, don't think it's,
3: I don't think it's hard to find, Trista. I don't think it's hard to find. You know, uh, when they see you're from the United States, people will approach you. They yeah. want to know, okay, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Conversation before you know it, you're the right person. That's going to help you yeah. forward, you know, push forward what you want to get done. Yeah. Now, so the piece you, of it, that's
0: fine. Yeah. Right, when, exactly. you, when you go there in December or January, Eric, I would really love, you know, uh, w- you know once you get there, you know, you target a, a, a few folks, a few business folks, alliances, and see how, what their needs are. What is it they're looking for? and how we can supply that for them, you know. I, I, I tend to want to think more of service than products because products is so hard to get across the borders and all of those things. But, you know, what do you think? What do you think about that, Eric? I think about that idea. you
3: say services, what kind of services are you talking about?
0: Well, certain admi- um, entrepreneurial uh, services, you know, coaching, prepare them, uh, teach them how to do certain things. I don't know. Uh I know with government contracts it's difficult in many of those countries because they have you know they, they have their way of doing things and you know yeah. and like you like you say you got tribal right so one tribe might think that they're the superior tribe so everything should run through them before it can be dispersed to everybody else you know so that could be an issue
3: but um well, their way of doing things—that's a polite way to say, it, Gilbert. I mean, it's—it's it's, it's kind of their way. <laughs> yeah, with them, exactly. unless, you're a dominant, unless you're a dominant force already, like the Chinese. Yeah. But you yeah. know, because they have incentive yeah. and they want to see it flip around back to their yeah. people and to their country. Yeah. I, I think they're a little bit more, uh more willing to work with people of our, of right. our color right, right. working with the Chinese or you know that sort right now. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, Do they have, uh, like for the young people, um, do they have uh programs cuz you know we pretty we have accessibility to a lot of education and entrepreneurial uh, uh services and support is that something that is ne- would be needed there or is it already prevalent i know the universities and a lot of them are educated either uh in great britain but do uh, or the service cuz that's basically what gilbert and i do we provide yeah. uh coaching and educational training uh, yeah. for entrepreneurs so that they can launch their businesses and be successful at that and gilbert is on the other side of that he helps them uh become contract ready is yeah. that though those services something and i know uh kenya is basically your uh, resource base is that something that would be uh needed in those countries for the younger people for for young adults uh yeah. coming into you know for the
3: younger place? people uh my, my wife went to boarding school um, the education, as you alluded to, is mainly European education uh, yeah. for the most part. What uh, they like the Caden platform in their own country? But right now, it's mainly okay. boarding school, European school, when you get to the college level. Uh, big yeah. on education, real real big on education.
0: Yeah. And going yeah.
3: through getting the degrees, the master's degree, the PhD, and all that kind of stuff.
1: You're yeah. big on that right now. Right, right. Okay. So, but, um, but that, that does help doesn't
3: them necessarily- do it internally. Yes.
1: Right. Okay. For All young right. kids, I would say yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because I'm thinking, and you know, you I'm, know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I told Shiko to come join me, but she's uh, doing something else. Because yeah. I've been <laughs> another time. But um, she yeah. could probably give you a lot more insight on what's going on in Kenya. Oh, you know?
0: that would be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. Because I'm thinking, you know, when, when we make trips to foreign countries, we should try to maximize those trips and try to see, you know, what are some of the needs business wise that many of those other folks are looking for, and how we can help them to 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 make that connection. You know, so you're you're going in December and um, January. We would love, you know, the opportunity for you to because I don't think I can make it this this December or January, but another time. But I'd love for you to make that connection, man, and see who are some of the key people over there that we can, you know, we can talk to online or on phone, you know, that type of thing.
3: I, I you know. know Gilbert, the thing is, too, like in a relationship, everything happens over time, right? Yeah. So to the, the, the show up, and say, hey, we want to get this done today. Yeah. That won't happen. But to yeah. show up and start that relationship and start. Yeah. Follow yeah. it. I think that will do it if you're looking to have right. a a long-term uh impact in a long-term relationship.
1: Right, right. Right, right. And I know when I was in South Africa, do. so the same the same issues we have in America where we've been traumatized by uh the dominance of, of white America. Um, They have that same issue in South Africa. And the poverty in South Africa is, I I have never even, there is nowhere, I think, in the United States, maybe uh, with the exception of the Appalachians, and that's for white people, I don't think there's anywhere that has poverty to that level. And and Egypt is like that as well, because Egypt Mm -hmm. is predominantly reliant on a tourist hospitality trade, and that's their industry. So when you look at poverty in those places, we don't even have anything like that here in America. Even those of us that were, you know, coming from generational uh, generations of, of that mindset we still have more than they do wow. Uh, wow
3: and yeah but you know when you look at what's going on here you know crystal when you look at what's going on here i know when i grew up there was a middle class which i was yeah, part of okay? right exactly yeah. the gap between those who have and don't have is widening and widening. And yeah you know yeah and they can tell you start doing something on a consistent basis at yeah. a young age what you can build over time is amazing you'll be surprised yeah. but it's when you start it when you're in your 50s or in your 60s you know it's like you got a short runway you don't yeah. have enough time to really click in but if you start when you're young you know your 30s when you first start working you start to say it doesn't take a lot just start saving a little bit you'll be surprised yeah. what it can amount to over a period of time when you get ready to retire at 50 yeah. it's 30 I, to just 20 years if you put a little years. bit away in 20 years be surprised if you can right bill
1: but i do yeah. think and then like, you know as it, far as
3: legacy the, as far as legacy and one of the key things is having all your documents right i talked about having the right, you know a a, uh, a person to watch your books a bookkeeper but also yeah. your trust your, your, your wills your directories and chain incapacitated who's in charge of your stuff yeah. you know all those yeah. type of things those little things are things you need to put in place that a lot of times we don't think about till we're 50 something years old it's better yeah. put in place the sooner the better
1: and yeah. just monitored
3: on an ongoing basis
1: yeah. mm-hmm. i i completely agree the earlier you start and and that's one of the conversations i have with young people they're they're not even in the workplace place already but where i'm already talking about planning 10 years ahead of where you are today so you're in the right mindset i do a uh on mondays i'm on a, another podcast with a with a friend of mine that is a retirement plan advisor. And, um, you know, generally people don't, and I told him and I laughed because, when we started working for Corporate America and they were talking about 401k's and pension plans and all that. It's like, "Oh, we ain't gonna never be that old. We're not <laughs> even worried about that, right? I'm not even going to be at this job long enough to worry about <laughs> a pension plan." <laughs> so, you don't start thinking about that until you're 50. <laughs> so
0: you know, you really- that that was the same that same challenge that the Obamacare program experienced because the younger folks, they didn't want to enroll in it. They're going, "Hey, I'm fit, I'm young, I don't need that." But they were relying on the subscription from the younger folks to take care of the older folks. <laughs> you see what I mean? So I think it's a cyclical thing, man, where we all think that way from time to time.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: you, you know, when, you, when guys- you
3: think about what was the, when, when you think about what was the conversation at the dinner table when you guys were little? I mean, at my dinner table, my mom was a teacher. My dad worked for Cal Berkeley in yeah. their um, uh, uh, science facility. You know, the conversation wasn't about how to build wealth, how to buy right. a house, how right. to put money away. That wasn't right. a conversation. When you think yeah. about Donald Trump, you think about yeah. Mitt Romney, those yeah. people are sitting there and they're hearing yeah. how to buy this, how to do that, how to leverage this, how to get a 40 year lease on the Yeah, next. Yeah. Because you're hearing it as a young kid. We just got to change the conversation up with our children. Yeah. And expose them sooner than you know um <laughs> telling them when they get to be 30 40 years old it's kind of too late we yeah. just start talking about it when they're in grade school not that they're yeah. hearing it and understanding it. But it is starting to tune in to what's going on so the yeah. sooner the better when you can tell your kids about what's going on
1: yeah i yeah. agree we don't have those conversations i remember um um, yeah, we never, in fact, we were from an era that, that, you know, parents didn't think it was appropriate to have those kind of conversations with their children. Right. You know, you, you didn't, yeah. right very secretive about that especially in the black families you didn't have that even when you look at the asian community their kids learn about entrepreneurship at a very young age because their parents are entrepreneurs and same thing in a hispanic family everybody's involved in the family business right but in america black folks we know you don't a lot of kids don't even know what their parents do for a living, let alone yeah, whether yeah. or not they what they have as far as assets and things like that. Because that wasn't a conversation, but it is a conversation well, you know, that wealthy, rich people have with their kids. I White can, people I have can. that conversation right at early on.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, you know, I, I back to Hispanics. I see like you know the gardeners around here. When school gets out, their kids don't get to sleep in. Yeah? They're helping that long. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they're with their moms cleaning houses, they don't get to sleep and yeah. take them yeah. they take the summer. Mm-mm. You know, same thing with Asian kids. If there's a store that's being run or something like that, they're in that store after school as well as yeah. on the summertime.
2: Yeah.
3: So you're, gonna, you're the friend from from yeah day one time. Okay, you get to sleep. Then when you get up, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna yeah. go to the pool. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. This. We gotta right. we gotta get them more in tune to what we're doing and what yeah. our friends are doing.
1: exactly exactly yeah because um that is not how we're 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 raised in fact parents are like negotiating with them and they're going to camps and things like that but they don't learn how to run businesses although in the south our kids did you know our our great-grandparents and parents they did if they it was a family story everybody was involved in that like but you know we got to that middle class place, and we figured we want our children to have an easier life than we had, and we don't want them to suffer, so we're going to give them everything. But in 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 the long run, we've actually hurt them more than we than than helped them. Yeah, I think I read. I grew this- up thinking I
3: wanted- I mean, you guys probably grew up the same way. I grew up thinking I want to do better than the generation before me. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go ahead and help them, which is my kids, do well. Yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, what I did is I them. I didn't teach them how to fish because the fish was yeah. at the market. Yeah, exactly. To go to the market. That is so true. They don't true, have a fire man. in their belly. to stuff happen, you know. That you know, is that so is, true. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was reading something today that Shaq um, for his kids before he forgives them money. And if they have an idea, they have to present him with an actual business plan. <laughs> I've seen then that. then yeah. he invests in their business, but yeah. they have to present him with a well-thought-out business plan <laughs> before he hands out big you money. Know what, Crystal,
3: <laughs> hey, but Cr- Crystal, truth be told, if one of his kids needs money, yeah, come on. You know, yeah, might, don't give it. He's give a little bit of we're not gonna see of his kids on, on off the one ten freeway.
0: In a 10. he just he just recently bought a thirty thousand dollar watch for for one of his sons. You know. Yeah, no, yeah,
1: because they got the money. But um, yeah, we we um, I I'm very much interested in expanding outside of the United States. Oh yeah, um, oh to yeah, to do business. I do have clients across the country, uh, but I do think I, I my area of expertise is is the, is the accounting, bookkeeping, being able to keep track of all your numbers cuz it starts there. Yeah. Um and um and I do know there are a lot of young African uh, in our early days of our podcast, we and I was doing a lot of boosting on Facebook. We had a pretty big audience coming from Africa. Yeah. Um and 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 a lot of reception and questions and things like that. So, I think Gilbert and I need to get back there. But before we we close out today, Eric, you had a podcast called uh what was it called what what was your podcast it was a
3: wait, very wait what? wait wait it was called wait wait what financial matters that matter
1: okay i like that, that was
3: going that was, that was that was before the pandemic you know and oh. i kind of just let it go during the pandemic and after the pandemic
0: and you should resume it man you should do it do it again Actually, we need it was man, needed during said. the pandemic. Just, yeah, because <laughs> a lot, a lot of our our young entrepreneur, even the older ones, they need that information. They need it. Yeah,
3: I I, I might do that, but I got so many other things on my plate. In terms of college, uh, my mom yeah. with dementia. I mean, I got so many wow. things on my plate right now. I just there's not enough
0: time in the day for me to do it. Man, you got to right You got to You got to have that entrepreneurial talk with your kids, man, and say, hey, man, listen. I know you probably got two more years to go, but hey, I'm giving you an out right now. I want to lead you down the path of entrepreneurship.
1: All right. Any other <laughs> so I don't have to pay anymore.
0: Any of them entrepreneurs? We got
3: two of them. That we, got, we got two earmarked to do some stuff with us already
0: in Kenya. So okay. it's a matter of time before we get before we close into it. Okay. I, I would love for us to have another meeting and have your wife on there, too. So she can kind of give us some insight as to uh, what it would be like to do business in Kenya, you know?
3: You know, one of the key things, too, Gilbert, is you got to look at the exchange rate.
0: Yeah. Here versus what a
3: dollar is in Kenya. In, in, yeah. Unbelievable. What's the exchange? Any other What's the exchange? Any other, well, you know, it, right now, a dollar in, in Kenya is like 100 bucks uh,
1: in shillings.
0: Yeah. 100 shillings. It's similar to Jamaica. I think Jamaica is like 150 to one U.S. dollar. Yeah,
1: and uh, each of it And, it and I'm rounding it away. down.
0: It's, it's more than that, but I'm rounding it down. But you, when you start yeah. looking at the
3: exchange rate of the yeah. U.S. dollar in any other country, yeah. it's, it's 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 worth you taking a look at because you get more yeah. for your money or bank for your money. Just to yeah, off the exchange rate.
1: Yeah, uh, Cairo was uh Egypt is uh thirty to one and and uh one that one dollar, you know, just doing business with them um was pretty impressive and and they you give them five dollars and you think you didn't give them a king's ransom uh, <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah something to definitely look at well eric has been awesome and we do thank you and we look forward to maybe uh us doing something together and i know gilbert is very anxious i'm
0: definitely looking forward to space. it man. Since I don't have that retirement plan, that that, uh, disability fund, (laughs) I want to get it another way, man, by doing business. And
1: actually Gilbert's product, Small Biz Pro, I think it it actually can translate very well in any country, uh, being able to, like, it's the financial, it's the having that structure, right? Your business processes, being able to maintain all your documents and be ready uh, so that you can be, as we say, business ready, uh, contract ready and bank loan ready. Uh, So I think his product would do really well in other countries as well. Right,
0: and I
3: believe Greg and I are are in the same business. i I, probably been doing a little bit longer than him just because I'm older than him, but I'm just looking at some of the comments here. I mean, uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of, I I don't want to say that. It doesn't take a lot of brain to help you out. It's just getting the right person who has experience and tenure in that space to help you. And I guess that's the key. You don't want to, you know, uh, you want to deal with somebody who's got some experience, who's got some tenure in that space. Yeah, you know, working with new people who might know the answer. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. So, um, looking at people a little bit older, lo- like I said, with tenure and experience is what you really need to work
0: with. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm excited about this prospect, Eric. I really do think that we need to form an alliance and go after these foreign markets, man. And you know, I mean, you you already have a pathway there through your wife. And we just wanna work with that and see how we can help it to foster and grow and then we can start start spreading. I mean, Crystal has access in South Africa, you got access in Kenya. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah.
3: It's yeah, all about yeah, exposure. Yeah. it is it It is
1: it is and gilbert you know i i i can't i cannot imagine jamaica could not use some assistance as well
0: i'm sure i'm (laughs) sure i'm I'm just gonna have to try to find out who the key players are because i've been removed from that market for so long man they've got different players now that i don't even know about you know so i gotta
1: yeah
0: i gotta re um yeah reconnect and reestablish those connections you know
1: <laughs> well eric it's been awesome right. thank you so much for spending the afternoon with us we so appreciate it and um thank you for joining us on the biz on the community briefing because i know you pop mm-hmm. in on a regular basis and uh uh we got you know some amazing people that come over there and have conversations so
0: did you want to put a phone number, an email, or something out there so folks know how to
1: get a hold of you, Eric?
0: Um,
3: okay, is that uh, in the I private know.
0: chat? Yeah, put it in the
1: private yeah. chat, and then we'll carry it over to the uh, general chat.
0: Yeah, I think that would be good, because right. the thing about this program, Eric, sometimes we don't even know who is watching or who is following up and tapping into the site, you know? So you may just put something out there and someone stumble across and oh my lord, this is what
1: I've been looking for. Let me call this guy.
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's amazing, man. It's amazing. And your
1: and so your area of expertise is, is obviously um making sure that you understand the tax codes and, and how to um um keep most well, the, of your money.
3: Yeah, Crystal, I, you know, I have been blessed. I've had a good career. I worked for a bunch of big companies. I worked for when I moved to Southern California almost 30 years ago, I was head of First Interstate Investments, which got bought by Wells Fargo. And okay. then I was the regional manager at And then I was the principal of Southern California for State Street Global Advisors. And then I was at Mellon for a while, uh 10 years. I was a senior director with them. And then I ran BNP Paribas US Wealth Management for uh the French so i had oh, okay. states here in the united states so i had a lot of exposure to uh guys who were kind of growing through the ranks with me and yeah. now we're all hanging our own streams and we just do deals together we help people not pay capital gains we help push down tax we help them put stuff tax-free streams of income which i was talking
1: about we do yeah. all kinds of things so okay. Perfect. it's
3: it's a it's a bunch of different things we can do a bunch of different things we can do
1: and i may have a, a referral for you once um so that my 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 friend and client uh we're actually uh his company is going public in probably in the next uh 15 to 20 days uh i think he's in new york right now doing the it's filing the s1s uh so he's he's probably going mm-hmm. to need some assistance in that area he's down in the um in orange county well if
3: he's going public he's gonna never- yeah we can work with him on that stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah so he's um so yeah he's he's um yeah probably in the next few days we've been working we've been working on this for a while uh so they're we're, we're ready and i do the financial piece of it the accounting and all that sort of stuff so we're in the finishing up our audit right now and um we'll be ready very good very okay. very short sure. Appreciate you
3: guys having me.
0: Thank
1: you. All right. Thank, thank you others. so much. Not and a we problem, man. forward to meeting man. your wife in the future.
0: <laughs> this, this was great having you, Eric. Um, I love I love to share brain power with another brainiac. You
3: know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a brainiac. I just got the other brainiacs behind me. That's how. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's a smart way of doing it. <laughs> Gather a bunch right. of brainiacs right. around you. You know, that's good, man. <laughs>
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we
0: appreciate but, you, Eric. We really do. And we want to continue right. to uh, make this thing happen. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you so much right. for joining Thank us. You. And we'll I'll see you on the community briefing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. All for right. Sure. Bye-bye.
1: Uh, Gilbert, are you ready to take us out, my friend?
0: Yep, I'm ready to do. So, folks, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30, and we bring on very special guests every week or every other week so they can share their area of expertise in the industry. As you can see, we just had Mr. Eric Bell on, and he's one of the premier uh, wealth and financial advisor. And uh, he's just phenomenal. So we can't wait to do some business with him. And you too can be on here as a guest to talk about your business and share your wealth and your resources with us. So with that being said, we want to...
1: go ahead co-host. guys we want you to go over to our youtube channel and hit that subscribe button so you can join our family and you can get access and and an advanced notification when we're ever, when, when we're going on air which is weekly every week at three o'clock on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and we're streaming live as well on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it today and Uh uh, we want you to join us and if you guys are interested in being guests on the show, please let us know. Our information is over there in the chat or you can find it in the description of any of the shows that's uh, housed over on YouTube. We have been on air for uh, this is our seventh year so there are over 700 videos over there in our archives uh, talking about every subject imaginable uh, as it pertains to business and so we welcome you to uh, visit and stroll through. I have some friends every now and then do some binge watching. I I find that admirable that you binge watch, binge watch the business zone. <laughs> they're, they're ninja they're ninja watchers. That's ninja they watchers. So with that, Gilbert, you're ready to take us out.
0: Oh yes, we're out, folks. We'll see you next week. Catch you. on um, as a small biz bro, I saw so we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz bro, I saw so we grow Using procurement, program and control yeah. I'm a businessman, yes I'm an
3: entrepreneur